Wow. Laura, normally we're talking about, um, you know, what we're what we, we're going for lunch, what we're doing next week, but uh, now we're isolated and uh, the world's changing at a rapid rate. Certainly is. The, the world we're in today is completely different to the world we were all in one month ago. And we have no control over it, really. No, not at all. You know, and I think the hardest thing for, for everyone is um, accepting the uncertainty. You know, we, we, we no one knows what the future holds and it's but we we want to <laughs> we we want to try to know desperately what things are going to be like, and we just don't. Warren, you know, you're the founder of Living Legacy Forest, and you deal with grief and death and ashes and uh, that you know as part of your um, everyday life. Yet it's a topic that a lot of us don't want to discuss, which is death. But it's in our face at the moment with COVID nineteen and uh, the statistics. Uh, is this a time now that we you know, should be talking about what we should be doing um, as far as death and uh, our loved ones? I think it's something we have to face all of a sudden, you know, but before we somehow as a culture, we could try to deny this, the scary fact that the people we love and ourselves will die. And now it's all in our face. And now, now all of a sudden we have to think about, you know, are our parents or our grandparents vulnerable? Um, might we lose them? Um, are we at risk? Could we die? And how are we going to deal with that? What's going to happen to our to our bodies and our life when we die? Are we? Is our existence going to go on to cause grief and for the people that loved us and didn't get to say goodbye to us? Or will our existence go on to create environmental destruction? Or will it have a positive impact? You know, I think as a culture, we've been doing death wrong for a hundred years. Does anyone do death right though? Well, I mean, I think was it after one of World War Two? you know, they started embalming bodies so because they had to transport them for long distances. And, um, and since then we started, we continued to embalm bodies and bury them in this, what we call the traditional manner now. Um, but it's incredibly destructive to not just the fact that we're chopping down forests to to create you know cemeteries um, but also because we're contaminating the soil and doing it in a way that it destroys the soil organisms so we don't want our, our lives to be destroying ecosystems that's not the circle of life is it um you know a, a sustainable culture would be regenerating itself you know in a healthy way Getting back to where we are now with what's happening today, funerals, um, you know, I suppose in one way we're lucky that they're still going ahead, but they're going ahead with a maximum of 10 people, which means that, uh, you know, the funeral director, the people there are counted within that 10. It's devastating for families not only to lose a loved one, but now to not be able to say goodbye properly. Isn't it? I, I think for a lot of people it's clearly they'll be left with a lot of irreconciled grief. It might be hard enough not getting to say goodbye to the people that you love, your, your parents or your grandparents, and to not be able to honour them when their time of passing um, will be devastating for some people. A lot of people won't recover from that. Losing the, the, your, the people you love is absolutely devastating and it can easily lead to long-term depression. Now, when you started Living Legacy Forest, it was because you did lose someone that was close to you. Yeah, when, when my best friend died, 
I, I didn't know how to deal with the grief. I dealt with it by cutting off from feeling the hurt and the pain and the regret and the anger. And I would say I was de somewhat depressed for seven years um, until I started spending time in nature where I finally let myself feel. And it, not only did it feel good to be alive again because I was in nature, but it felt good to actually let myself cry because I wasn't numb anymore. You know, I was feeling more alive than ever. So I was letting myself feel the fullness of being alive and the fact that I'd actually lost a friend, you know. And so it, it begs the question about, you know, what does our life, what does our existence go on to create to the people we love? And the default setting at the moment is that our lives go on to create grief, depression, heartache, pain, and a massively unsustainable impact on the environment. And we created Living Legacy so that people's lives, that people's existence would go on to connect people to the beauty that their life literally created. So that people could connect to a beautiful tree that that person's life became. And instead of connecting to what they lost, they could look at something beautiful and say, yes, I lost something painful, but their life created some beauty in my life. We share beautiful moments and I appreciate my existence more because, they, because I, I shared that person in my life. Um, as opposed to connecting to depression and loss and, and grief. So it's, it's a real transformation in, in how we leave the world, not just as individuals, but as a nation. And we were talking about this because with you know, the COVID-19 and the death toll rising and uh, the talk that Australia still hasn't uh, you know, hit the worst, which is unfortunate, and... You know, you've been thinking about how we could perhaps remember the loved ones that we lost you know, after in a memorial, say, when this is past, and it might be, um, once again, through nature, through trees. What, what's your idea on that? Well, I mean, the, the bigger question is, you know, like, how does a nation respond to crisis and tragedy? Because how we, as a nation, respond to this defines us forever. The, the, how the, gener the generations are going to look at this moment in history and it's going to define us, you know. How does a nation respond to most of its forests being burnt in, in January? You know, how does the nation respond to that tragedy being followed up by potentially the death rate doubling in, in one year and losing, you know, 2% of its population? Um, and we've got an opportunity to change the way that we leave the world because how we leave the world changes the world. In the past, we've left the world in, in a way that's created environmental destruction and has connected people to ongoing grief. And what we're doing now is we're leaving the world in a green way. We're restoring whole ecosystems. We're creating new habitats for wildlife. And we're connecting people to the beauty that that person's life created. We're, <laughs> you know, it's a beautiful transition and that's what leadership's about. The, the time is being for all of us to, to step up as leaders and look at what kind of legacy we're going to leave on the world. Yes, life's challenging, but we've got to rise to the challenge because if we don't, our legacy is just going to be one of destruction. You know, I think the average person creates a Boeing 747 of rubbish in their lifetime. That's all, all of us. That's our default setting of, of environmental legacy. It's not great. Um, but with Living Legacy, you become a tree and we plant 200 offset trees in your name. So every single individual creates a massive positive environmental impact and they're part of creating a beautiful forest. Now I've
been talking about uh, as though everyone knows about living legacy and what uh, it is, the concept behind it. Could you just, uh, for those that uh, haven't heard of living legacy, how it actually works? So Living Legacy Forest is an, an organisation that has created forests all around Australia and it's a situation where we have community members transforming their ashes to create living memorial trees and through that process these communities are reforesting cities around Australia. So um, what a lot of people don't know is that human ashes, um, they're actually very, very toxic to the environment. People think that it's safe to scatter ashes in nature because they think they're like the ashes from your fireplace but human ashes actually have the same pH as bleach and oven cleaner um, which is 12 out of 14 um, which is a million times too high for most healthy and soil tree types and it's many times more destructive to an ecosystem than putting cigarette butts in a forest so if you wouldn't put cigarette butts or five kilograms of cigarette butts in a forest you certainly wouldn't put five kilograms of human ash in a forest which is how much normal person so ash creates. So what we do is we transform the ashes to living molecules that create beautiful trees, that create forests and connect people to the beauty that your life created. You know, we connect people to the privilege and beauty of what it means to be alive. Well, <laughs> we're going to leave it there. Thank you, Lauren.